Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriati, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriati has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, freedom to retire. Let's look back at 2022 as the financial books on that close. Here's what we we had. Uh, it was the worst year for the stock market since 2008. Uh, the S&P was down 19.4%. NASDAQ down 33%. Ooh. Inflation, as we've talked about many times, reached uh, 40-year highs, uh, topping 9% at one point. Yeah. And the Fed to counteract that, or try to counteract that at least, they raised interest rates throughout the year, totaling 4.25%, which is a tough year. If you take any one of those things, you combine them all. Yeah. It's pretty bad. So uh, for the listeners out there, how did you do? Did you lose as much as the market average? Did you lose less? Did you lose more? Uh, how close were you or or are you to dipping into your retirement savings? And here, here's the real question. Is it time to have somebody look at your plan and put together a strategy uh, for your retirement money instead of letting the market dictate what the total is going to be when you finally clock out for the last time. So, Jim, if somebody is tired of these wild swings on their money, what can they expect from from sitting down and, and speaking with you? Well, Chris, there's no question that 2022 is a tough year. Mm-hmm. The worst since 2008. It's the seventh worst year in stock market history, mm-hmm. and we just endured it. And, and speaking of history, I was looking through you know the history of the market earlier today, and at, out of the 10 worst years that we've ever had, Four out of those 10 happen to be, you know, just in the past 22 years. Just Lucky us. Year 2000. <laughs> so, and I, I thought that was pretty crazy because, you know, here we are only 22 years into this century and we've already had some of, you know, some just really bad years. Mm-hmm. And, and thankfully, we've had some really wonderful years in the mix as well. Thank goodness. Um, you know, but just uh, we have substantial increases and decreases and it's just creating a lot of unsettling emotions is the bottom line when it when it comes to when we think about our retirement accounts. And most of us don't have pensions anymore. Remember, pensions, you know, functioning regardless of what the market was doing. So the health from a financial standpoint, anyways, of our retirement is really contingent now more than ever on a nice, smooth sailing stock market. And what are we supposed to do in the stock market as, you know, is anything but smooth? Mm. And I think this is the year, Chris, that we should really start taking a serious look to see whether or not we want this level of risk and this level of stress with our life savings uh, you know, and it's it's time. Now is the time that we have to carve out, you know, a little bit of time for us. Let's regain some focus onto our own money. And I think that that's a great way to start off the, the new year, Chris. What about you? Absolutely. And, you know, we always talk on the show about, you know, controlling what you can control. We can't control what the markets are going to do. What we can control is, you know, how our, our portfolios, how the money that we've spent our working world uh, accumulating, how how that is is tied to the market and how that reacts. And, and here's something I want to I want to throw out there and, and get your thoughts on this, Jim. A lot of people in the working world, myself included, focusing on accumulation. And so, you know, uh, being able to stomach that risk because that's money we're not going to touch for a little while. But in retirement, it's not necessarily about accumulation anymore. Uh, and it is actually about having different levels of risk with, it's not just a, a one one lump sum. It's about having it compartmentalized where uh, there is still money in there. You're not going to be touching 15, 20 years. So you can think like a younger investor. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, that is. I mean, those you, you covered the, the three most important things when it comes to retirement, which is income, mm-hmm. income, <laughs> and income. What, what's more important? I'm, I'm all ears. Tell me. 
you know, but look, some of the main ways that I've been helping people over the past 12 months, because it has been a bumpy road. Yes. I, I've just been helping people and taking a deeper look in the types of investments that they have. Taking a deeper dive, not just looking at your balance, but looking at the types of investments in your 401k, in your IRA. In fact, this is making me think back to, to February of last year when I had a woman who called into the show and then she uh, came and met me into my Radnor, Pennsylvania office. Um, and she was frustrated with her account balance because every time she would log in to, to look at her account, uh, she would just see it going down a little bit more and a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then every time it would go up, she would get a little excited and then it would just go down a little bit more and a little bit more. Uh, you know, a few weeks after that. So, you know, she was she was working with uh, a different financial advisor, by the way, over the past 10 years before she came in to see me. Uh, and she was just kind of getting accustomed to how the, the market did over the past several years, which it did, you know, f amazingly well. Yeah. So she thought, all right, I'm just going to keep things as is. But she was having a hard time understanding uh, why her, her uh, existing advisor wasn't making any adjustments at all to her account, even though we were entering into a you know, this high inflationary period in, in the market cycle. So she had, had about 40% of her money, which is a typical, uh, in these bond funds. And she had, you know, uh, a mix between bond and those target date funds, which we talk about all the time on the show. And then the other percentage, about 60%, was in um, some growth-oriented funds. And I remember she came in and she told me she had been listening to me for a long time here on 1210 WPHD. And she said, all right, you know, uh, she uh, she realized that my office was kind of near her daughter's house. So, she, you know, it was kind of convenient for her to just mm -hmm. stop in on, on the way in to see her daughter and her granddaughter. Um, and uh, she came in for about 45 minutes or an hour or whatever it was. Uh, but I also remember um, specifically about her situation is how I was able to help her out. And what I did was I was explaining to her how all of us financial advisors were very well aware that interest rates go up from time to time. And when they do, the prices of fixed rate bonds go down. We, we can't get our license until we, you know, make it known and crystal clear that we understand that. That's yeah. how much, you know, we know this. And we knew that the Fed was likely to go, you know, and continue raising interest rates in 2022 because that's what they hinted that they were going to continue to do. So every time you see this, you know, the Fed raise these interest rates, um, if she would have stayed with the same exact bond funds that she had, um, it, her balance would have kept losing and losing and losing as the Fed kept raising and raising rates. But instead, what I was able to do for her, I was able to show a, a different strategy for the bond funds and the, the target date funds that she had. Um, I was explaining to her and pointing out on the computer, I was showing her the, the details. There's a lot of long-term bonds and intermediate-term bonds built into that mutual fund. So we switched her out of that mutual fund and into a different one um, that it was, you know, one that was much better off in in handling these these periods of higher interest rates or increased interest rates. So, instead of her losing money in that bond portion, um, staying where she was, she actually gained a little bit in that bond portion um, uh, last year because of switching the type of bonds. Uh, and so she called me back last week. That's why this story is fresh in my mind. She called me to wish me a happy new year. <laughs> uh, she was on my little gift list. So she called me to thank you um, for the uh, sent out chocolate covered pretzels. I nice. called to, to thank for that. But um, she, uh, you know, she had been tracking the fund that I got her out of to, to do a comparison. And she saw how much more it would have went down. And it was around a, a $16,000 differential. So that's 16000 extra in her account right now. Mm -hmm. And this is all from that complimentary consultation that she carved out a little bit of time. It was about an hour uh, on her way to her daughter's house to come into my Radnor office to come visit with me. So, 
you know, that 16,000, she was able to use that for a vacation. She was telling me she's just, she put a down payment on one for this upcoming year for her, her daughter and her granddaughter. So I just love when clients give me that, you know, feedback like this because it helps fulfill me and uh, to helps, uh, you know, it just makes me happy in hearing how I'm able to help people and, and change their lives for the better, Chris. Absolutely. And I like how you, you know, you explain, you know, what, what should you utilize that for? Because you hear $16,000. That is a figure. That is a number. And people, I mean, that's a that's a considerable amount of money. But, you know, that's a, that's an extra vacation, a vacation and a half. You know, what what could you out there do with an extra $16,000 or however much it's going to be? You know, if there is something in your retirement plan right now that is a a flaw, you know, there, there's something that you're overlooking or something that that's, you know, eating away at it. When would you want to know about it? I think the answer is as soon as possible so you can fix it and, and eliminate that if possible. And that's what you get, you know, when you have that second opinion done with Jim Cipriati, when you have that complimentary uh, conversation with Jim Cipriati. Obviously, as you mentioned there, the, the Radner office was very close to this this lady's uh, daughter's house. So it was, it was convenient for her. You know, what's even more convenient is the comfort of your living room. If you, you know, can't make it to one of the offices or have a phone call, a Zoom meeting, you know, have, have that, that, uh, that conversation right there from the comfort of your house that's available to you as well. So to get started and see if there's something that you can change in your retirement plan as we go, you know, further into 2023, schedule a time to speak with Jim. 610-894-7415 is the number. You can also do so online, retirereadyfg.com. So something that happened at the very end of last year, Congress finally passed. We talked about it a few times yeah, finally. In, in 2022. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Secure Act 2.0. Uh, it's a bill that's supposed to help Americans save more for retirement and leave that money untaxed longer. Let's run down what the new law means for people. Yeah, Kristen, you use that right word, uh, which is finally. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, geez, what, what, what's taking them so long? I mean, it's this is these are clearly things to help out retirees and help people save. So, and, and I've I've got to say, I I love just about everything about this bill that I've been reading so far. A couple of exceptions that I'm not wild about, but overall, I, I, I love what um, you know. I'm just a guy who has spent you know 25 years almost helping people in in strengthening their retirement and building, you know, and planning for it. So you better believe I'm all about any legislation that can help and push people in that direction even more. So, uh, but one of the areas that I like is that they're beginning to push back the age at which people have to start taking those required minimum distributions out of their IRAs and 401ks. People are living longer and longer. Um, Both of my grandparents made it into their their mid-90s. Grandfather almost 97. Mm. Um, so if they're forcing people to start taking money out of these IRAs, then um, it's it's not as good of a, of a situation from a tax standpoint. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're looking to push from age 72 back to age 73. Um, and then it's going to go up th- over the years up to age 75, starting in around 10 years in the year 2033. And another area of this bill that will um, affect newly created 401ks and 403b plans um, because what they're looking to do is to automatically enroll people um, is, is starting in the year 2025. Um, and this will help in, in just those folks just socking away some money in these retirement accounts, anywhere between 3% all the way up to 10% of their, of their pay. Uh, because nowadays, look, if you're in your 20s, it's very easy to just blow off the 401k. Oh, yeah. I don't need that retirement. Mm-hmm. That's what a problem for I'm, future. My, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, of course, they want to spend the money on other things that they feel is important. But <laughs> yeah. uh, those of us that are close to retirement and in retirement, we know the difference, how important it is. But even if those people in their 20s, even if they put a little bit in 20 bucks, 40 bucks a pay, it could go such a long ways in helping out their retirement because they have so much time to let that money grow. 
And what they're also looking to do in this bill, Chris, is they're looking to increase the rate at which uh, people would, you know, uh, contribute by one percent per year until they hit around 10 percent or 15 percent. They're doing it automatically instead of people having to call in to say, I want to contribute more and more. They're doing it automatically. And you can, of course, opt out and make changes. But mm-hmm. you can absolutely see how this can help the younger generation. Right, Chris? Definitely. And, you know, any, any amount, you know, getting people, helping them help themselves, it's, it's all for the better, I would say. But uh, I have to ask, is there is there a, a catch to any of this? Um, well, there's not really a, I don't look at it as a catch, but okay. they're, they're certainly, uh, looking to help people. You know, remember we don't have pensions anymore. They're, mm-hmm. they're kind of like dying off. So we only have one other source, which is, uh, you know, maybe social security at whatever sort of degree that's going to be helping the, the 20 year olds yeah. in, in 40 years from now. Uh, and then 401k. So they're looking to give it, uh, a little bit of a boost, but they're not only looking to help out the the younger folks. They're also looking to help out people who are 50 years of age or older um, because the, um, you know, now you can contribute seven thousand five hundred dollars to these accounts per year uh, extra. Uh, but this bill would allow the, the catch up amount to, to rise up to eleven thousand two hundred and fifty dollars extra per year for those people who are age 60 through 63 starting in 2025. And that's also really helpful because people in that age uh, bracket are typically at the the peak earning years of their career. Mm-hmm. So who the heck doesn't want an extra tax deduction, money going into these retirement accounts? So that'll help out. Um, not only that, people in their sixties, you know, really begin to to focus heavily on retirement. It's kind of in the the, the in in the back of their minds uh, almost every working day, is what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> how close am I? How close mm-hmm. am I? Uh, can I do it? Can I do it? Um, and, and people in the 60s, also, a lot of times their kids have finally graduated college. So now they have some extra money freed up that they can use for themselves or to put money away in their retirement account. Yeah. And the Secure Act 2.0 has a couple other things where um, they're going to allow people um, with after tax Roth uh, 401k contributions um, and the, the, those sorts of accounts. They're going to be allowed to skip required minimum distributions in the year 2024. So that would mean, you know, your money would be able to remain in that tax free shelter of the Roth for a much longer period of time. And I'm all about that. A um, couple of other quick things. The, the bill would also uh, remove some legal barriers that currently uh, prevent employers from automatically enrolling employees into these emergency savings accounts within their 401k plans. Um, it would allow employees to to save up to two thousand five hundred dollars on uh, for this what we call a rainy day Roth account. So it's essentially going to allow an employee to to tap into this emergency fund um, without the taxes and without that ten percent penalty that people under age fifty nine and a half would typically have for those withdrawals. And and that's the part of the legislation I'm not particularly in love with. Mm-hmm. Because one of the main reasons young folks leave money in a 401k in the first place is because they don't want to have to pay the taxes or the penalty to get the money out. So, you know, I could just see young folks, you know, pulling money out as soon as they get a, you know, you know, get their eyes on like a nice expensive car. And, <laughs> you know, oh, I really want that car. Mm-hmm. I really want that, you know, that jacket or that whatever something that means nothing in, in the scheme of life. Uh, so there goes that money out the window. Uh, but anyways, long story short, I, I'd be happy to have a consultation on either the phone or on a Zoom right from the comfort of your living room, or you can come meet with me in person in my office 
I do this for our, our fellow 1210 WPHT listeners and um, just looking to help you know people navigate these the new legislation. It's changing all the time. And I do this for our listeners just to help them um, you know, see if they're able to benefit from any of these changes, Chris. As the laws of the land have changed, it is a good time to take a look and see how those affect you. If there are changes that can be made to uh, further uh, shore up your retirement prospects and, and give you more of that freedom to retire. Jim, this week, we're kind of having an introspective looking back on 2022. And last year, saw the sales of annuities skyrocket. Yeah. Retirement savers, they're seeking guaranteed income. And, you know, uh, despite high inflation and market volatility, for people that might not be familiar with annuities, or maybe they're familiar mostly with the negative side of things, what do you want to tell them? What do they need to know? Yeah, and I think the more important question here, Chris, is why? Why have annuities sales skyrocketed in, in 2022? Uh, you know, we still hear those those critics out there saying that annuities are bad. Mm-hmm. Stay away from annuities. Why would you want an annuity? Uh, you know, some of these people have billboards and magazine ads. And I've saying, seen them. Yep. I, I, I hate annuities. You should, too. <laughs> um, so it begs the question, why are so many billions and billions of, of dollars getting pumped into annuities, especially last year? And I think I'm a good voice of reason here on this one, Chris, because I own a registered investment advisory firm Mm -hmm. and I can offer my clients stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs and all sorts of investments in that uh, of those types. And I'm also able to offer my clients annuities. And I tell my clients that that uh, the same thing I tell our, our listeners here on 1210, which is that, you know, both categories have their pluses and their minuses. I mean, yes, the stock market is great uh, at times. Uh, but we don't want to fall in love with the stock market and its growth potential because, yes, the stock market um, can, uh, you know, you can lose serious money there. Mm-hmm. And that's a fact. We also don't want to fall in love with the protection that annuities can offer, because if you stick all of your money there, annuities have penalties um, where if you take out very large portions of the account balance, you know, they're going to ding you. So and I'm sure you've heard those stories, Chris, about great successes on on both sides of you know, people doing really well with stocks and people doing really well with annuities. You've heard the, the the mix of stories, right? Of course. People always want to share their success stories regardless of, of how they got to them. Exactly. So, yeah, but getting back to your original question, Chris, I believe that annuity sales really has skyrocketed last year because there's many annuities out there that can offer protection against stock market decline. So when the stock market goes down, people aren't losing their principal which, of course, is painful uh, for to, to watch and to sit back and see that happening. So annuities can also, you know, they can be a great asset to provide monthly income that you can receive for the rest of your life, no matter how long you live and no matter what the crazy stock market might be doing or no matter how low interest rates might become. Um, so that's attractive to a lot of uh, retirees. The other argument against annuities for a long time has been, oh, stay away from them, man. They got high fees. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, that argument has been dissipating. You haven't been hearing that uh, really as much uh, anymore because many annuities have gotten their fees all the way down like to the 1% range, which is the same 1% that a lot of financial advisors, including myself, charge to manage mutual funds and such. But for that 1%, you're actually getting added protection to your principal. Um, a lot of annuities have eliminated their fees altogether. They don't have any annual fees. Um and there's a lot of different annuity companies out there with different bells and whistles, and some have pretty practical features nowadays. For example, um, some of them have a, a long-term care protection um, sort of thing built in. And you know, there's no health questions on that. Pretty much everyone is approved from a health standpoint. 
Uh, and there's a lot of people out there who are listening right now who have gotten declined for long-term care, you know, that traditional type of long-term care insurance yes. where their spouse got declined, um, who are now able to get approved for uh, some long-term care related features that are available within annuities now that can provide extra income in the event that you or your spouse requires um, some out-of-pocket long-term care expenses. You know, and this you know, just makes me think back to that 4% withdrawal rate. Remember, you know, the, that rule of thumb that they, they say, oh, you should have, when you retire, you should take out about 4% mm-hmm. uh, of money in your 401k and IRA, et cetera. Um, well, annuities can oftentimes pay a much higher rate than just that 4% to you for the rest of your life. And that's just one of the reasons that you might want to check out annuities these days. If you haven't looked at them in the past couple of years, uh, now's the time. Get some information on these things. Get some rates. Get some quotes. Uh, you can get proposals on these, all sorts of you know bundles of information that uh, are just going to help educate you. And these are all things that I help people out with on a day-to-day basis. And I certainly will do this completely complimentary for our uh, fellow 1210 WPHT listeners. And the number to reach me right now, you can call my office. My team will set up a call with you and I. The number is 610-894-7415. Once again, 610-894-7415. And I'd be happy to spend some time teaching you the ins and outs, the pluses and minuses of whether or not an annuity is a good fit for a portion of some of your retirement savings, Chris two key phrases there, you know, whether or not it can be, not saying it has to be uh, part of everyone's portfolio and then uh, for a portion of your savings. It doesn't have to be an all, it's not an all or nothing thing. Anyone who's telling you, you need to put all of your money into an annuity, you want to be wary of, um, you know, why, why did annuity sales skyrocket last year? Think back to earlier in the show, if you were, if you were listening earlier, if you tuned in earlier, you know, talking about how, how rough last year was, honestly, and, and when volatility really creeping back into the picture, I think people, as we're all older and wiser than we were in 2009, you know, when the market just started rolling along, are really looking to protect what they've accumulated as, as they get closer and closer. So to see if this can be a valuable part of your plan, and as a fiduciary, as an independent, Jim's not going to recommend these for you because he recommends that for everybody out there. Again, it's not an all or nothing situation. It's not right for everybody, uh, but acting in the client's best interest. That's what fiduciary means. That's what Jim Cipriati is. So keep that in mind when you have that conversation, when you schedule a time to speak with him. But it could be a valuable part. We'll see. Uh, you know, it really depends on your circumstances. 610-894-7415. Or you can go online, retirereadyfg.com. Now, we can probably all think of things that get more enjoyable as you get older, but Uh, Jim, I ran across an online thread that talked about things that people like less the older that we get, which includes social media, guilty of that, waiting in long lines, loud places and noises, driving, and staying up late. So it made me wonder, what are some of the downsides of retirement that uh, can catch someone by surprise, things that people may not enjoy as much, and and how can you help prevent them? Yeah, and it's certainly true um, that folks tend to dial down certain things when they get older. I mean, social media, prime example. Mm -hmm. I mean, just take a look at how many quote unquote, friends on Facebook, people in their 70s typically have it. It's typically around 40, maybe 50, yeah. sometimes a little less, a little more. And it's primarily comprised of their kids, their <laughs> grandkids, their nieces and nephews. I mean, the important people in life. I mean, there's no need to have 2,000, 3,000 different friends on social media who essentially mean very little, uh, you know, when you get out there in the ether of those those names on your list there, on your friends list. But, you know, when it comes to retirement, you know, um, you know, there's more noteworthy things here. Like one of the questions I'm asked is, um, 
you know, just in general, people, you know, talking about that net worth that you had mentioned, um, people say, Jim, how much do I need to retire? What do I need? About half a million? Uh, do I need a million? Do, do I need more than a million? What, what do I need here? And, and I try to mention this on every show that your net worth um, as a grand total of all of your assets is far less meaningful than how much income your portfolio is likely to, to generate during retirement. You remember mm -hmm. me kind of mentioning that as much as I can, Chris, right? Yes. Yeah, and here's why. Let me give you an example. Let's let's say let's say client number one, let's say George. Let's say George has five hundred thousand dollars saved up in his 401k. Nice chunk of money. And let's say it's all in these growth mutual funds, um, uh, which are quite common these days. I don't care if it's Vanguard, Fidelity, and 401k or IRA, it, it's they're everywhere. Um, and let's say in order to get some cash out of that account, in order for him to go on his vacations and to provide him, himself with a good lifestyle that, you know, he always sat in his office when during his working years, the, the lifestyle he always dreamt of, let, he has to cash out some of that investment, some of that 500,000 401k. And let's say in a year like we just had in 2022, I can tell you without even talking to George, I can tell you his stomach is turning right now at the thought of selling some of these growth stocks and growth funds that have just taken a 30% hit. Um, and he's selling at, at these big losses, and I can tell you he's not happy about it. On the flip side, let's say client number two, let's say Jane. Um, Jane over here has also saved 500 grand, nice chunk of money um, for her retirement. Let's, she, let's say she has, uh, you know, she's more diversified, she's more spread out. Let's say she has half of her money um, in the 401k in a nice mix of mutual funds. So not just the, the high growth stuff. Um, and because she has a nice mix, she's not really that green in the face after enduring a year like 2022, because instead of being down 30%, she might only be down 10%. Okay. Okay. And let's say half of her money's there in that mix of mutual funds. And then the other half of the money, like we were just talking about a couple minutes ago, is in an annuity. And the annuity is providing her annual income of, of let's say, $25,000 for the rest of her life. Um, and, and since that particular annuity uh, offers protection of her principal against market loss, because a lot of annuities do that nowadays, her principal didn't lose one penny last year from that market decline. And that's huge. And that's huge. You know, that's, uh, that's reason to to feel really good about your, <laughs> sure. your, your investments, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say in, in order to supplement that, that annuity income, because 25 grand from the annuity is not gonna be enough, she had to take out a little bit uh, from her mutual funds, her, her nice mix. Now you tell me, Chris, who do you think is enjoying their retirement more? George, who had to sell a lot of his money to, to provide income for his vacations and all that, who had to sell off at a 30% loss, or Jane, who collected a nice check from the annuity which didn't lose any money at all from the stock market when it dropped. Plus, she just needed to take a small amount out of the mutual funds. Uh, Jane, hands down. I, I think everyone listening knows the, mm -hmm. the answer to this one. So the, the, the point here is that retirement is not all about our net worth and how big our balances are when we take our last breath. Retirement is about how much we enjoy the journey. I've been helping clients for almost 20, this spring it'll be 25 years, and I've been developing these income plans every day for people. Um, and you know, I'm trying to, to get people away from having to stare at the television or the computer all day at their balance, you know, to see what the market's doing, wondering if they're going to make money that day or lose money that day, which can in turn put them in a good mood or bad mood on any given day. So if you feel like you have money saved for your retirement and you're listening right now, um, I typically take on clients that have saved $250,000 or more 
for retirement. So you don't need to be a millionaire in order to work with me. Um, you know, even if you have money saved up in your 401k and you're still working with that current employer, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, if you're over age 59 and a half, um, you're still absolutely someone that I want to speak with and have a conversation with because uh, you might be able to do a tax-free rollover um, from taking some of your 401k or even all of it if you have other investments elsewhere. And you could do a rollover into a financial instrument that's more geared towards providing you with a lifetime of monthly income because those mutual funds inside of your 401k are not capable of promising you a stream of monthly income for the rest of your life, no matter how long you live. Because once those mutual funds run out, they're done and that balance is gone. And the stats tell us that one out of every four 65 year olds that are alive today are going to live past age 90. That's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And with those kind of stats, you know, I, I just think it's smart to have a portion of your money dedicated towards providing you income over the course of that very long span of time. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth LLC, a Securities and Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retire Ready Financial Group are non affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal, tax, or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and/or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative, either by phone or in person.